This is Story Guys, a fake storytelling game show where the points are fake but the stories are real. Cecilia told me that we have squirrels and that Terminex is coming to our house tomorrow. Wow. Really? Yeah. And and I'm like, can we just call? Because there was this time where we had squirrels or birds or some something up in our roof. And we called this redneck hillbilly guy that came over with his son. Oh, or I don't remember you telling me that. <laughs> he would want us to pay him in cash and then he would give his grandson a little bit of it. Like, you know, we'd give him like 20 bucks and he'd take a couple bucks out of his wallet and give it to his grandson. And he smoked cigarettes and then his grandson had the fake candy cigarettes and would pretend... So I sent my wife a note and I'm like, can't we call the guy that got the bats out of our friend's house with the grandson with the fake cigarettes? Because I know he's going to be cheaper. That's that's quite the calling card. It's like, yeah. so what was the name of his business? I don't know, but just Google get grandpa with grandson fake cigarettes. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that guy we Remember used to work fake- with who used to buy candy cigarettes on the internet so he could hand them out to people? Yes. <laughs> I never understood why, other no. than nostalgia, that he did that. But I'll never forget he had packs of them all over his office. He'd be like, you want a candy cigarette? I'm like, no, I have not wanted one of those since I was five. And even then it was suspect. Why are you like, handing me this cylindrical ne- Neko wafer that does not taste good? No, it tastes like chalk. Yeah, I think they're made out of partially chalk. Like, that's yeah. disgusting. I So we have chipmunks in our yard. I don't know, like... They are very social animals, and I, I there I see holes, but I cannot bring myself to like fill the holes or anything. So I've just been letting them run crazy because I'm like I don't know. They seem like they're living their best life, and COVID's tough on all of us. <laughs> what the, what the chipmunks yeah. live? <laughs> yeah, some one of the uh, I got a group text message where someone sent a thing that said that squirrels are carrying the bubonic plague, like in Colorado, like the bubonic plague or the or COVID nineteen. Or both. Well, they they saw that they had the plague, and they're like, "Man, what are we? What are they going to do with those squirrels?" And I responded and said, "You know, the prairie dogs have always been carriers of the bubonic plague, and I had a prairie dog colony outside." of my apartment complex. I'd like go to the balcony and there they were. It was like an old lake. And, right. and, and there was, a, we, I know we had one that we called the leader because it'd be the first one that would pop up in the morning and it would just pop up and go beep, 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 beep. And then the rest would start to come up and talk to each other. And there were times where people would show up to gas them. So oh my to, gosh, dude. To, to throw gas down the holes to, to kill all of them. I can't bring myself to them. do that. And then there were there were people the the anti gassing prairie dog lover people that would show up and and stand arm in arm to keep like, them seriously from, like outside your apartment there would be protesters um, not I mean not protesters but they would stand in that old lake bed and try to and try to keep them from getting access to the lake bed to go and do that the, yeah that happened. those are protesters all right I guess <laughs> I mean I don't consider it like for me I, I mean I understand. Understand that right now that word is loaded, but they are protesting something yeah. very different. But they are yeah, protesting nonetheless. They are trying yeah, to get pro- something to, to yeah, stop. They're protesting cute animals. They're not protesting human rights. The story, the way the show works, is we tell each other stories, and whoever has the best one gets some fake points. It doesn't mean anything. Um, but we usually do it with a theme, uh, and often taken from songs. We call them our story starters. And today I thought we would do something 
um, because it is uh, the middle of the summer, arguably, that we would do something summer themed. So I pulled out a bunch of classic summer songs. You ready? Um, yes. Here, here's what's in the uh, in the hat today for possible story starter fun. I've got fun, fun, fun <laughs> by the Beach Boys. Normally, it's not said that way. Fun, 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 yeah. fun. Uh, no, sh- no shoes, no shirt, no problem. I figured that would be a good one for us because you know, yeah. no shirt. Yeah. Um, some beach threw in some Blake Shelton there. Also, uh, I've got under the boardwalk, one of my all-time favorite songs recorded in the uh, early '60s. All right. All right. Here we go. You did not put in Holiday Road by Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, maybe that's I okay. should. Maybe I should have. Uh, some Beach, Blake Shelton. Some Beach. That is. Uh, that's the song. Do you have? You have a beach story for us? I do. But before I uh, share my Sun Beach story, I'd like to say that I think Blake Shelton sucks. And so does that song. <laughs> so Beach. And I think that Gavin Rosdale clearly was a terrible husband, but is way more attractive and should still be with Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Blake Shelton. I don't get it. Man. That's like that's like the sure sign of when society and everything was going sideways. My so wife does this. It was, well, we'll be watching The Voice and she'll be like, I don't understand anything about his, like what anyone likes about him. And it's just like it's irritating to her. It is. All right. So I do have a beach story. You ready? Yep. So we, we've had a couple of a, a couple of getaways, obviously, that have not happened because of lockdown, COVID, different things. Uh, going on a big trip to go see my wife's family in Europe. The, the oldest kid was going to go with her family and they go every year to South Carolina. So that's not happening either. So once we, we kind of determined that this, this latter trip wasn't happening, uh, my wife is always great about picking places that we've never been before. So she picks Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. It might've been just where we were staying, but like we didn't see people really perfect in that case that we weren't around lunatics. Um, I did learn something about choosing this trip, which is I shouldn't tell like anyone that I'm just like not related to or that I work with where the hell I'm going in a car. Why do I have to explain to anybody where the hell I'm going or why I'm going somewhere? <laughs> do people just and give I, you, did they give you a hard time about going to Milwaukee? Yeah. And a couple people. We did, got, and, don't we have listeners in Milwaukee? If you listen, if you are listening to us in Milwaukee, please hit, we are the story guys at gmail.com and uh, we'll send you a, a t-shirt or something. I mean, first man, <laughs> you have bad press in the rest of the country. What a, what a rad place. I mean, I've heard good things about Milwaukee. We really enjoyed it. But I could tell like things are just getting to me because after a while I was instead of like even not, not just defending like our decision of a place to go. I just really was kind of like didn't want to answer another question about why. Or what are you going to do there? Well, there, there's like, a yeah. lot of just in general, it, doing anything right now is subject for someone to give you an unsolicited opinion. And everybody, yeah. everybody's got different rules they're playing by, and everybody's got different ideas about what's true and false and all that kind of stuff. You've got both ends of the spectrum, and everybody's family and everybody's friend circle. You can't please everybody, and you really can't hardly please anybody. So you and just you know have to make decisions for yourself, right? And this was our first decision of leaving the city. Like, dude, you haven't, you've barely left the house. Let me attest no. as your business partner, co-host and best pal, you've not gone anywhere in no. like four months. When you t- 
told me you were going to Wisconsin? My question wasn't, why are you going to Wisconsin? My question is, you're leaving the house? Yeah. And, you know, there's been times I've been on conference calls with people and they're, it's like, well, hey, do you have any plans this weekend? And someone goes, yeah, I'm going to a wedding in, in Florida in yeah. or I'm going to Florida. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird. We go to Wisconsin, we, we get there. And so the, the real thing we were, we were going to go to a, the beach. So go to Lake Michigan. We picked out two places we were going to, we could go to the beach and they were very like secluded five minutes away from where we were. And all of a sudden we see there's a gate, there's a man at the gate and he just looks up at me and then he doesn't speak to me, but he looks at me. So I said, Hey man, beach closed. And he goes, yeah, beach is closed. Um, why is the beach closed? And he said, sewage spilled. Oh my God. That so, is not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> no. And, 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 and still, even at that moment, it didn't settle in like it should have settled in. <laughs> then he gives me, he gives me the URL to go to, to basically look at the map to see which beaches are open. I thought you were going to say he gave me the URL to go to the website where I could look at pictures of sewage on this beach. It's no. <laughs> like yeah. it's a weird snuffy website. So, you know, there's so I go and there's just a big, you know, on that beach is just a big red sign that says closed. What ha- what happened? Did you did you ever get the story on why there's sewage on the beach? No. So we take off. We know these two beaches are are closed. There's an adult driving and then I'm in the back and I'm looking at the map and you end up having this uncomfortable conversation about like, you know, what's the next beach? I can't look. I'm driving. That happens (laughs) because there's been no planning. So I find one. And so I look at it and there's a caution thing instead of closed. I mean, I guess that's slightly better. (laughs) I'm going to read it to you. Caution. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's more fun to show it to you. There, there, there. Oh my Lord. Caution. Water quality advisory. For your safety, swim at your own risk. Do not ingest water. Shower after swimming. Good God. Wash hands before eating. Do not swim if you are ill. Increased risk of illness may be present based on recent monitoring for E. coli. What? what? So what? You, okay. This is what I got to know. Did you get in the water? Were you no. that desperate? Kept driving. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, I just started looking and, and then, you know, tempers are beginning to get a little weird and stuff because, you know, where, where, where are we going? And, and now the, the five minute drive to the beach is starting to become an hour and we haven't stopped. You know, and we have no idea what we're doing. And so I have my phone open and I'm looking at the map and I said, Hey, let's go to Sheboygan, Wisconsin. It is the most northern sounding town in America. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't believe we're driving this far. We're going to stop at this other beach. Can you look up this other beach? Where does it say this? You know, and so now I'm looking at another beach before we even get to Sheboygan. I'm looking and there's nothing for me to find. I do find a review from three days before. And it says, <laughs> I used to love coming here, but there's no beach anymore. 
but we ran that red light and went to go look at that and so we got out of the car and walked all the way around this little nook to like go look and yeah man there's no beach so, so lake michigan was so high there's yeah. no beach. the beaches are pretty much gone again you're not the first person to tell me this story i was on a conference call with someone last week who was in upper indiana in parts of michigan like trying to do exactly what you did and she said they actually had some family property and there's no beaches anymore she's like when i was a kid there were all these beaches and now it's all eroded and she goes and the weird thing is it's a republican community that doesn't believe in global warming <laughs> but yeah, they of course they're very upset that their beaches are disappearing <laughs> yeah well that's because they're a bunch of idiots so then we make it to sheboygan drive and drive until we can kind of get to where we see where we're going where the water is and we park and realize man we're like 50 yards from this isn't bad uh we start getting things out of the car there isn't much of a beach but there's a decent amount i mean it's decent enough and there's a big spot waiting for us as soon as we like walk off this little path for us to just dump all of our things we get in and we're hanging out and i'm in with my youngest daughter here at some point i turn around and i look and i just start laughing because like yeah the storm clouds are just there there they are so (laughs) it's gonna rain um so i point to my wife and the the older kid and i like point up and i was like you know we've we're gonna need to move and then i just notice like the current gets real rough and the waves are getting kind of high so then it's time for us to go so we get to the car and i now have this new app dark sky (laughs) i've actually i've heard about dark sky yes i'm a really big fan of dark sky so i hop into the car at 12 59 p.m at 1 p.m i get a weather alert and the weather alert which i will read to you in full says high water alert beach hazard statement now in effect until 9 p.m you got in just under the wire high wave action Large waves and dangerous currents are expected. Conditions are life-threatening. Good Lord. Location, Sheboygan County. (laughs) It did tell me somewhat that if there is a God somewhere, uh, he or she was telling me that I don't need to be going anywhere, man. (laughs) Get back in your car. Go back to Kentucky. How many... You hard-headed idiot. Yeah, how many signs do I need? E. coli that can cause death. Water that can cause death. Yeah. Happy vacationing. But I, I think for the purpose of the show, I would need to tell a story. So my story, I will say, is is 
it doesn't have that many twists and turns, but it does involve me going to the beach. This was a good 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago. And you have to know growing up uh, vacation, I, I thought vacation was going to grandma's house. Like I literally didn't know that people went and like stayed in hotels because yeah, we called either. going to grandma's house vacation because they both, both my grandparents lived most of my childhood. They lived five or six hours away from us. So, you know, you saw them around at the holidays and you saw them in the summer. So that was vacation to me. There was a specific time around fifth grade where my parents had a little bit extra money, I guess. And so we we went to, on a kind of a vacation. We went to Tennessee and stayed in a hotel for a couple nights and went to the set of Christie, like the television program. I don't know what that is. Yeah, look that up. Like, not Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, but kind of. I, I didn't do a lot of vacationing. When I was in college, my best friend Kent and I went to Panama City for like three days with some friends and it was very, very PG rated. And so then I'm an adult and my wife never had vacations either. And so she gets this opportunity from, she just meets someone through her job who has a timeshare that they're trying to sell, like not the property, but they're trying to sell the use of it for the year and says, we're going to go to Hilton Head Island. And I don't even know what Hilton Head was. And we got this good deal. We can split it with another family. The condo's big enough for two families to go. And so we call my friend Kent, the only other person I've ever vacationed with. And they agree they live across the country, but they're going to meet us and go to South Carolina and we get to, to meet up and have some time together. And it was great. Right. So I had like really hardly ever been to the beach. We get to Hilton Head on the first day. I'm with one of my best friends who I haven't seen in forever. I'm with my wife. I'm with my, at the time, tiny daughter, who I think is two. I'm jumping in the waves because the only time I'd ever been in the ocean before, the main thing I remember being fun was jumping in the waves. So I go in, I go in and just start jumping in the waves. Kent, on the other hand, who is a taller, better looking version of me, is like, no, nah, man, there's probably sharks in there. No, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, he would not get in the water all week. <laughs> but I didn't care. I was like, that's fine. I'm going to go in the waves and I'm going to I'm going to jump in the waves. So I jump in the waves. I'm just, you know, me and my enthusiasm, right? I think you're the person who might have been quoted as saying, I've seen Brian jump up and down when he gets a, when he gets an idea that he likes. So imagine me in the ocean, having not really been able to be in the ocean for 20 five plus years of my life. So I'm having so much fun and I start swimming. I'm like, this is the world is my playground. And I just start swimming. It's like first five minutes into the ocean on this vacation day one. And I'm not thinking about what's happening. And I start swimming. After a while, I start to hear a commotion, like a far away commotion. And I don't know what's happening, but I just, I like, you you know, you get the sense that like, oh, something's happening. Not you know, within the vicinity. And so I'm facing, I'm like, you know, swimming out from the shore and I turn back and I realize that there's something happening on the shore. And I'm like, oh man, there must be somebody caught in the ocean. There must be like a shark. There must be like something dangerous happening. And I see lifeguards and they're waving their arms and they're blowing their whistles. And and there's like a crowd coming to the coming and like everything has stopped on the beach and everyone is like watching. And I'm like, I wonder what's happening. I wonder if I should like go back and see what's happening. And and so I start looking around to try to figure out while I'm out here, what's going on? Like Like who's in trouble? Maybe I can help them. Yeah, well, I helped the person in trouble, Brian. <laughs> and then I realize 
I'm the reason everyone has stopped everything they're doing on the beach and are looking out into the ocean wondering what the heck is going on and why this guy is about to go way past where he's supposed to be and be lost in the sea forever. And at that point, I temper my enthusiasm <laughs> and I turn around with my hung held, my head hung low and I make my way back to the beach. Day one, first five minutes of my first adult vacation. <laughs> and I almost caused the National Guard to be called in, I think. <laughs> Was this really your first, really first being in the ocean experience? Uh, no, so I had gone in college with Kent and I remember jumping waves, like that was our big thing. But I don't was, I don't yeah. think I ever went to the ocean outside of when I was a little kid. We went to Florida once when I was like five and I probably got in the ocean then. But up to that point, I hadn't really been in the ocean, so I didn't really know the danger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your story's cute. I mean, maybe you get the point. No, 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 man. You're, you, you basically were Chevy Chase this past weekend trying to oh. trying to make the best out of a, <laughs> a deteriorating situation as it was happening and i mean i dude i have had plenty of those where it's like we've got to salvage this day we've got to salvage this day how do we salvage this day and sometimes you just have to hang it up and go back to the hotel okay i'll take the points i know it's me because i i avoided poop and save my children from being drowned. So I, I did it. 175 points for all no of that more. effort. Congratulations. That's right. Get involved with the show. We are the story guys at gmail.com and everything we do is up at we are the story There's one more thing we need you to do before you come back next time. What is that, Mark? Keep telling stories. Story Guys is a production of Brian Eichenberger and Mark Murdoch. Get more stories, hear more podcasts, and book the guys for your conference or house party at wearethestoryguys.com. Copyright Boy Have We Got Stories Productions. All rights reserved.